Today I want to talk about one of those things that I think so many people are struggling with, which is negative self-talk. You know, when, when you really think about what's going on in your head, how often negative self-talk is actually leading you to feel anxious, you would probably figure out, well, that's most of the times. Most of the times I am anxious, I'm actually having some thoughts beforehand. Now, the problem is we are not necessarily always aware of our negative thoughts and um, we don't really necessarily see them as a precursor to anxiety. See, when you, when you think about uh, anxiety and how it is designed by our mind, especially by that deeper part of the mind, the subconscious, how it is designed to keep us safe. The first thing that happens is, let's say you go on a second date and, uh, you know, it's a second date, so it's a big deal. Or you are about to have a job interview. Or maybe you're going to go into a plane and you're always a little afraid of flying. Well, your inner protector, that, that deeper part of your mind, the subconscious, sees this potential danger. You know, danger with a date of maybe getting rejected and not getting a third date or not really getting the job and messing it up or whatever can happen on the plane. So that inner protector sends out little thoughts. And those thoughts are those negative thoughts that are bubbling up from within. And you don't even want those thoughts. I mean, when you're going to your second date, you don't want to think about, you know, maybe I'm not that funny or maybe I make a bad uh, remark or maybe she doesn't really like me or maybe I don't have really the best breath right now. Who knows? You know, and same thing with your interview. All those negative thoughts that are coming out, ultimately, they are these first lines of self-defense that the subconscious puts out for us to be prepared or for us to maybe reconsider or already feel like, okay, you need to somehow be ready for whatever bad outcome may happen. So that's the first step. Now, most of us try to not listen to our negative thoughts. Most of us just say, I distract myself. I say, stop, 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 stop. Or I just push them aside. And that is usually then the call for this deeper inner protector to say, okay, not listening. I will just send out now some feeling. Second line, the anxiety feeling. Maybe that's what makes them pay attention. And then we are feeling anxious. And then all of a sudden, if we haven't paid attention to our negative thoughts, then all of a sudden we feel like, wow, where does this anxiety come from? Why am I so nervous? Why am I so worried? I don't understand. Well, we don't understand because we often don't pay attention. Now, the other thing that can happen is that we do pay attention and that we actually buy into the negative thoughts. And then we are just pulling, uh, pouring fuel onto the negative, uh, onto the anxiety and make it only worse. So we know that spiral, right? So a negative thought is kind of the, the key point. If you want to overcome anxiety, pay attention to your thoughts. And that can be also very critical thoughts. I mean, the inner critic is ultimately a part of this whole defense system inside of us. Why? 
Because as long as you are criticizing yourself, you are already prepared when other people are judging you and it's not hurting as much because you have done it to yourself or as long as you're criticizing yourself, you're not putting yourself out there too much and you're not you know, pretending that you have it all together and yet you're super confident and then you only fall off your high horse. So the inner critic wants to make sure that you're safe, just like most negative thoughts want to make sure that we are safe. Now, what do we need to do? How do we stop those negative thoughts from either, you know, spiraling out because we're not paying attention to them, so they are going right to the anxiety all the way to the panic attack? How can we make those thoughts simply not take over? The problem with these negative thoughts is also, as you know, they make you believe that they are true sometimes when you buy into them, right? I mean, all of a sudden you do feel insecure and all of a sudden you do question yourself, even though there's real no logical reason for that. And, and these unwanted thoughts, we can actually stop and we can redirect them. And there are three ways you shouldn't do and they are often suggested and I find they are really the opposite of what really works. And those three ways is, as I just said, to either distract yourself and ignore them and tell yourself just thought, just thought, doesn't matter. Well, the subconscious doesn't think this way. The second one we do is just to say, stop, 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 delete, delete, delete. Hmm. Is that really what calms the inner protector down? And the third one is that we get mad at those thoughts. And just like, why do I have those thoughts? I shouldn't have those thoughts. All of those methods may have some merit to it. But imagine for a moment, your mom standing by the house, watching you as a little kid climbing on the roof, about to hurt yourself or maybe even kill yourself because it's dangerous. And your mom said, come down, come down, this is dangerous. And you either ignore her eh, or you are, you know, just saying stop, 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 stop or getting mad at her and showing her the middle finger. What do you think your mom would do? You think your mom would be calm down? Oh yeah, he's got it. All right, don't have to be worried anymore. Or do you think your mom get even more worried because you are simply not listening? So the first thing we have to do is to listen to our thoughts not to buy into them, but at least get some kind of awareness that up, oh, here it comes, that inner warning system is activated. First thing you want to do is write down those thoughts. And that's something that most people don't want to do. They are feeling like, oh no, I'm just going to give those thoughts power. But actually you take the power away from the thoughts because you're no longer afraid of them. You just want to see them and you want to face them. And lots of people that do this exercise that I work with, they realize how many negative thoughts they actually have. They come to me with anxiety and then they realize, well, the actual thing that causes the anxiety is how I'm thinking. Oh my God, why am I so negative? Why am I so mean to myself? Once you have an overview, let's say for two, three days, you're just gonna write down three negative thoughts a day then you discover also some patterns, which I will talk in another uh, podcast or life. Once you have those thoughts done, now here are four ways on how to respond to them. The first way is that you pull the reins back. And the pulling the reins back is a little bit like 
when you have a dog that you're trying to train and the dog is you know seeing a squirrel or something like this and wants to run towards a squirrel and you know well this is a moment where i have to pull on the leash and make the dog sit to understand nope no squirrels for dinner that's number one and the way you do this pulling the reins back is simply asking is this thought true what evidence do i have that this is that this thought is true and does this thought really serve me is this a thought that i really want to have or helps me right now by doing this you're just putting the brakes on now that's kind of a stop now the mind is constantly flowing as we know because it's hard to really have no thoughts so the mind is flowing and if you only stop the mind usually it just overflows finds another way another concern another worry so stopping alone is not what you want to do now the second thing you want to do is to turn the negative thought into a question so for example will i not be funny this evening will they not like me will i mess up this interview will i you know have a panic attack in the plane or will the plane crash just putting it into questions two things happen one is that when you have a question that is asked to you it's no longer a statement it's no longer a fact it's no longer that you simply agree with it actually in your brain activates something like a huh let's think about it response questions are very powerful because you're kind of hijacking your brain if i'm going to ask you now you know what's your mother's middle name you stop listening and you think about your mother's middle name so questions are really powerful things when you do have put these negative thoughts into questions the second thing that happens is that you are in the driver's seat because you are the one who is now supposed to give the answer and that's a very much more powerful place to be than feeling like oh yes maybe this is true and maybe i have to be worried and concerned so having a question and then feeling like huh something inside of me wants an answer wants maybe some reassurance much easier to do the third step is then that you are responding to that question and responding to the question is the best if you're picturing the one that is asking the question not as some kind of monster inside of you or something that you know is scary or maybe you're a father or mother or a teacher no that you really think about more a little self that part of you that has been learning how to be anxious that part of you that was always worried about not being safe not being good enough afraid of getting rejected so maybe a 10-year-old self when you now imagine a 10-year-old self having the negative thought asking you the question it's much easier for you to say okay listen it's going to be okay i'm also interested if she's really a good fit for me or he is a good fit to me or they're a good fit to me so let's just take it easy and go into the second date and see what's going to happen or i am well prepared for this uh, job interview i have a lot to offer and if it's not working out it probably is not the right place for me or planes are completely safe and i can always do some mindfulness meditation to stay calm and you get the gist you are talking back to the negative thoughts calmly 
Now, the good news is you don't have to talk back in a way that feels, you know, like a constant battle back and forth. You don't have to answer all those negative thought questions. Two or three a day is usually enough. Now, what if those questions continue to come up or what if those negative thoughts continue to come up? That's the fourth place. And the fourth place is that you do have to have boundaries. And the best way to have boundaries after you had done some nice, uh, you know, answering of the questions, you say, okay, no, right now we cannot deal with this. Right now I have to focus on being with this person that I'm dating. Or right now I need to focus on the job interview. Or right now I want to stay calm and maybe talk to my neighbor in the plane. So you are really showing this part of you that you're in charge. Your anxiety is not in charge. This little self that wants to just make sure you're okay is not in charge. You're in charge. And you can then point out, let's look at all the things that are going well. Let's look how well the first date well went. Let's see uh, what I really want from a job that I'm applying for. Let's uh, imagine how great it's going to be once we are at the destination where the pl a plane is carrying us to. You want to direct the focus on something that you choose to focus on and not just on those concerns. Just like with a child, you do have to have a mixture of reassurance and guidance, but also boundaries at times. And that are the four steps. So first, you just become aware and then you reel back in those uh, thoughts by saying, is it true? Second step is simply for you then to uh, put it into a question, to realize this is not a statement, this is not a fact, this is simply a question. Then it is about the uh, redirecting of the thoughts, counterbalancing them, reassuring them, making, part the, making sure that the question is answered with compassion from the heart, and then you have good boundaries and focus yourself and that what you want to focus on and not getting any longer distracted by those thoughts. And that all is easier said than done. But trust me, if you are practicing this for about two weeks, your negative thoughts and you have only to counterbalance or work this way with three thoughts a day, your negative thoughts will decrease by 75 to 80 percent. I have seen it over and over again in the last 20 years. It really works. And the beauty about it is all of a sudden you have more like crickets in your mind. And when your negative thoughts are much decreased, then you also will notice that your anxiety is much less. So try this out. The only thing you have to do is to be a little bit committed and practice and not being afraid of those thoughts.